Collins is next. Have you have you watched the Dracula Flow videos? Yeah, we we had a an impromptu Jackbox night on a Friday night, and Roy and Fallon were the first people to join the chat, and they were immediately like, "Brooks, you got to check this shit out now." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Top shelf Zaza disrupted my circadian rhythm. Yeah, that's that's, that's all I've been thinking for the top. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's this four got minutes me speaking, of got me speaking Esperanto. It's it's four minutes of hey Eddie, can you come up with some MF Doom bars on the spot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we talked a lot about how that's just part one do. It don't matter if I go blind. I don't need to see the price. <laughs> He's, He's cool. I've been looking for a Halloween costume, and I think <laughs> gonna be Dracula. I think I might be Dracula Flow Three. Uh. Yeah, any any times it, it talks about how he's smoking on those like sequoia shrooms or something, and it just zooms in on the clearly painted on hair, just uh-huh. delightful. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a really nice B side to like fucked up in the crib eating okie dokie. <laughs> yeah, you're fucked up in the crib eating okie dokie at like nine thirty, and as soon as it hits two, you're on your Dracula Flow three. Right. Yeah, it's. It's five minutes after I, I approach the girl at the function and get turned down. Mm-hmm. Fucked up in the crib eating crispy rice. And then it's yeah. like 30 Wait, minutes later, I'm back on the Dracula flow. We're you're back. Drag, you're dragging your ops around the block for 24 hours. That's yeah. right. <laughs> All right. Now that, now that we got that darkness out of our system. Yeah, enough uh, jokes. <clears throat> okay. Good to go? Yeah, let's... Uh, All right. Yeah. Hello, everyone. And welcome once again to Fun Point podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music i'm your host eddie Colazzo, and with me as always dr brooks oglesby phd greetings hello hello how are we feeling i don't know feeling like pastoral i guess a little pastoral do you feel like feeling like might... elegiac if you will uh, yeah perhaps? i might i might need to uh take a take a a little gallivant off into the uh yeah side um it's, it's feeling like sat sunday the way i'm feeling yeah it's it's yeah especially you know I'm I'm a I'm a city slicker. I know all about all I know about, that about the, you. Uh, yeah, you know the the tall buildings and the, and the loud trains. So what if I just took a little trip into the uh, into the countryside and saw the beautiful green hills? Every time I come visit you, I'm see. like, yeah, it's it's beautiful to go into the big city Philadelphia. But what if we just took a walk to Newark and just enjoyed the uh, countryside? Yes, the, the the beautiful green hills of Newark. The, New the green hills of Atlantic City, baby. No, uh, nothing like it. Uh, this Just week dance around the maypole at the Jersey Shore. Yeah, this week we're talking about Vashti Bunyan's Just Another Diamond Day, which was a patron submission. Released uh, in 1970, was originally panned by critics and largely ignored. However, the dawn of the internet age allowed a new generation to discover the album, sparking the album's re-release, which reignited Bunyan's career. You're welcome. Yeah, th- thank you. That was Perfect. me. That was yeah. us. We did that shit. Yeah, it was nothing for about 40 years. And goddamn, I'm on my Bunyan shit today. And then everyone yeah. just kind of started, uh, you know, like gathering little animals to follow them around. Yeah. So. My shoes must be too tight the way I'm on my fucking Bunyans right now. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what did what'd you think of this album? It really grew on me. I mm-hmm. I liked it and then I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I imagined myself 
as as a, a plump little toad floating on a lily pad throughout its. Uh, oh sure, yeah. Duration. I'm I'm a, I'm a little cherubic German boy holding a lollipop in my yeah. hand, a sailor's cap. Yeah, and in the distance, you see you see a windmill slowly churning. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm like if Don Quixote was normal. Yeah. I'm like oh, what a pleasant windmill. <laughs> uh, first off on here, we're we're getting right. It's it's like okay, just another Diamond Day. Like we'll we'll get there eventually. No. First, first track. Yeah, Diamond Diamond Day is unbreakable. We're already here. Mm. This, you could either be, I feel like for this one, you could either be, you know, uh, like, tending tending to your chickens and throwing them feed, or you could be, like, r- applying your armor to go into the Ren Fair. Sure, you're doing the Fiddler on the Roof, you know, mm. if I was a rich man, funny, mm. funny chicken feed dance, which we all love to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But... The, that is the thing. So, yeah, I'm listening to Diamond Day, and, you know, she's singing about how la-da-da-da, just another Diamond Day, just another field to plow. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea. Like, I'm I'm dancing around the maypole with, like, some little, like, bipedal rabbits wearing vests and berets and stuff, and I'm having a great time. I'm on my absolute frog and toad are friend shit. Yeah, I'm riding my tandem bicycle with my friend who's also a little toad, but, like... The two of us are both wearing full tweed suits, and we're riding our little bicycle. Into, uh-huh. into, into like a, a rabbit's burrow as we listen. Yeah, to absolutely. Um, but she loses me a little bit when she starts saying "just another field to plow." Like yeah. it was, it was a wonderful. I'm not plowing the fucking field though, and it, like, it, like another one, another. Like, yeah, this is every day. Ah, what a delightful life! A- another diamond day, a blade of grass, a bale of hay. Fantastic. Another field to plow. I don't think so. I'm gonna get the animals to do that somehow. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna utilize. And the children my... eat. No, Papa eats first. Hey, Papa, yeah, <laughs> this grain's for me. You you, yeah. you plow your own field, big boy. Maybe yeah, you can get a bite. I hate my two hour work day with a ninety minute gallivanting break built in. I know this, it's this just, fucking it's sucks. Just, it's miserable. Yeah, I have to go. I have to go play my my harp out back. You know, uh-huh. every every thirty five minutes of work. Me and the boys are having a land party on our harps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's what Diamond Day is about. And, and like, I was gonna be like, oh, really? A Diamond Day is when I buy a really new expensive pair of jeans. Like, that's a Diamond Day for me. Sure. Uh, but I I guess that just shows the the differences in our values. That to have a Diamond Day, all you have to do is is look at a a piece of grass and then, and then work in the fields. And you're like, this is my ideal lifestyle. Yeah, that's the trick of grass, because sometimes you look at it in a field and you like it, and then you roll around in it and you start to itch, and it's like, this is so fucked. And it's, and it's like, wet, and it's like... Yeah, and there's yeah, yeah there's dew on it in the morning. Mm-hmm. When, you're going, when you're going to play kids' soccer league when you're a kid... Yeah, you see a bunch of, grounds like, all wet. crickets jumping around, and you're like, I would pr- I would prefer not to. This is why I, this is why I played on the infield, because it's dirt. I know exactly, it's in dirt. Exactly. You know, I'm not, I, yeah, as soon as you hit the grass, who knows what's going on out there? Yeah, that's the, the only diamond day I care about is when I go to the trop and I see my fucking devil rays, brother. Exactly, and they get eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. That's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> what's better than this? What's better than this? Probably going to the Royal Rumble in January at Tropicana Field. I can't wait. It's, oh, it's going to look so good. It's going to look really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, would be, it would be cool if, like... I don't know, like, Brock Lesnar threw, like, Bad Bunny so hard that he hit the rafters. That would be, that counts as a home run. It counts as an elimination in the Royal Rumble, yeah, if he yeah. touched the rafters. Yeah. Did you see that? Um, so, it, the odds were against them. Because the Rays did play their first round of the playoffs at, like, 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. 
Yeah. But it was like and the lowest attended playoff game of all time. Yeah, everybody was shitting their pampers because it was like, why did nobody go to the game mm-hmm. that's 45 miles away and also during the workday where people work and they have jobs and they work? In the place that's notoriously impossible to get to and they're going to build a new stadium right in the backyard of the other one. It's so there. funny. I love it. It's really cool. Go Rays. Yeah, I th- go Rays. Do you want to talk about glowworms? Let's talk about glowworm. Going on onto that. Um... And this is when, um, so, so first is like, you're working, you're working in the field and you All hate the live it. long day. Yeah. But you like it, I guess. I don't know. Um, and, and this one's later on where you look, you look at all the, the land you tilled and you see, and you see some wormworms wriggling you around see some, there. I feel like this might be a hot take. I feel like bioluminescent animals, I feel like it's kind of cap. In what way? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't feel like that. I don't feel like they're really doing that. Like it's a trick. Like, I don't think that I don't think that like fireflies and like anglerfish. I don't think that's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen it? <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> Have you ever seen an animal turn a light on in their body? Well, I've been told that's what um, fireflies and such do. That's you what know, I'm saying. Like, we all th- we all ha- think we've seen it. Like we, I, I must have seen it at some point. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, have, I feel like I've just seen it in Hollywood movie magic. I feel there like it's kind of cap. There was time I accidentally squished one and I felt very bad, and then it looked like a yellow highlighter exploded in my hand. That's pretty, um, that's, yeah, I mean, I, you know, loss of life is very sad, but that's pretty funny. But maybe their blood is just yellow. Like, yeah, maybe they, they just have a different color because they're aliens and they're from a different, different place than us. So I just feel like if I went fishing with the boys and they were like, all right, time to, time to worm our hooks. Mm-hmm. And like I pulled out like glow worms, they wouldn't be like, "Oh, that's normal." I hate I hated doing that shit, dude. I don't want to. No, I always I always had mommy or daddy or big brother do that shit for me. I, I don't want. I don't want to. Like, like honestly, it. nothing against the Earth's most humble creatures. Like I don't want to touch a worm to begin with. You know. Yeah, it's. Already... I'll do it if I see one on the sidewalk and it's like wriggling to get back into the grass. I'll like. Yeah, it doesn't know what concrete is, and it's like this sucks. Yeah, I'm yeah, so confused. It, it, it could not do this on concrete, so I have to take it and reapply right. it to to, to that, the, that worm uh, is begging for uppies, and who am I to say no? Exactly. Then I'll do it, and then I'll go and then like wipe my hand. Yeah. On, on my pants or something. Um, but I'm not putting one on a hook. That seems mean. No. So, mm. And then you put them in water. It's fucked. Yeah. Just but the song is about how um, sometimes a year passes and you love somebody over that period and you look at Worm together. It's, yeah. When I when I look at Worm, I remember my, my childhood and the previous uh, growth in spring. So Here's what I kept running into, though, with this album and starting with Glow Worm. Oh, there's no drums on it? I, that is sort of the crux, yeah. <laughs> my thing is, like, are you putting Glow Worms on when they pass you the ox? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I know some people must. I I feel like, and maybe I just have the wrong friends. I don't know. Yeah, and and maybe you know it's like, oh oh shit, dude, you're gonna love this, and you throw on glowworms. I feel like it's more of a silent, contemplative, you know, because if you live if you if you live in the environs in which this album was was conceived, you probably don't have a car, you know. Yeah. So no, later in the album they talk about driving in a car. So, oh yeah, she has that Tyler verse. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Vashti's on her flower boy shit later. Uh huh. Vashti pulling up in the fucking McLaren at <laughs> suicide yeah, doors. Just another scum fuck diamond day. <laughs> uh. Um. So that's maybe we'll discover as we continue to discuss. Maybe yeah. if you are like, if you're frog and toad on a tandem bicycle and you're each sharing like headphones that are connected to the like 
the the record player that you're carrying mm. along with you on the yeah. side. On, Fro- you know, frog, frog and Toad have some some sort of portable vinyl player. Like, I don't yeah, know exactly they figured how it, it works, but they got one of those. And you know there's, like, a little snail that's inching along as it's spinning and it's staying in oh, the same place. Definitely. And we're smiling just thinking about it. It's fantastic to imagine. I'd love to talk about Lily Pond, though, because that one's got that jaunty banjo shit and I was enjoying it. Next, we have Lily, Lily Pond, which is about um, being a little a little frog and, and, and floating along. You have to do so much work to make Twinkle Twinkle Little Star your song. Go hard. And and to make it go hard. I, bro, I was hitting the fucking barbershop Millie Rock to this. Like, it yeah, was I was feeling, like... I was on my hopes and dreams shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a Twinkle Twinkle Little Star beat is not, it's something that I feel like we would usually be critical of. But exactly. that was, I enjoyed I feel this like, quite a bit. I feel like, and again, tell me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like I, I discovered this as I was listening to the song. The Twinkle Twinkle Little Star beat and the Baba Black Sheep beat are the same thing. Yeah, and and the Alphabet song. Can you believe it? I I'm like these motherfuckers. You know, people are suing left and right because they say, "Oh, this person ripped me off." No, we've been doing it forever, and it's the children who sing it. So maybe. yeah, until like 2010, there were like four songs. They only had one melody you could do, and it was about uh-huh. how to learn your alphabet, and also about buying a sheep down, you know, down the road. So. Yeah. One day, like, Nicholas Sarkozy came over, and he was like, I just wrote a new song called Frere Jaca, and we were like, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here with that shit. That'll that'll never catch on. No one's ever gonna write a song, me eating eating my, my oats and whey. No one's ever gonna write a song about these Camptown races. I go- Damn, I I was waking up kind of sluggish this morning. I'm thinking about eating some curds and whey. That that might have fixed me this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think you could go for a hearty, a hearty wheat breakfast? Something. Yeah, just- if... If, if if Vashti Bunyan and like her her like her animal friends saw me just like rolling out of bed and like eating a fiber infused granola bar and mm-hmm. like some like some like something called like energy crackers, I, I yeah. feel like she would be very she would she would be like that's not brekkie at all. I feel like I feel like the bowl of slop has a bad reputation. Like you yeah, put I mean stuff in it, you, you call it porridge and then you, you, it's fine. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, it's it's a KFC famous bowl, but it's, it's exactly it's the same thing. If if you if you have oatmeal and you say bleh oatmeal, that's disgusting. You could you could put sugars and fruits in it, and then it tastes nice. So that's true. Just a little tip for our, for our listeners out there. Yeah. Anyone this new is... to anyone new to the oatmeal game? Uh, jot that down. Yeah, I've been trying to get turned on to oatmeal. It's just I don't know where to start. Like our oatmeal is very like insular. I keep mm-hmm. going on there, and they're like. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to have at least 100 karma before you start posting. And, and it's like if you don't get the fucking steel cut oats, like don't even bother. Go kill yourself. You know, like. That. Yeah, I was I didn't appreciate that really mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I did appreciate this song, which yes. is like if from my understanding, I, it's distracting because the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star beat is, mm-hmm. is so front loaded. Mm-hmm. It seems like the song is about like when a man texts you back and you get so happy that you got to go like kick your feet on a big lily pad. And like tell yeah. tell your like dragonfly friends and confidants like yeah, yes, I would be scared if you like, say if, you say yippee and then you run through the fields after a dragonfly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be nervous if like I was like I was I had just had a date that I thought went pretty well and then like I found out that she was telling the dragonflies about me. But but that, do you have to go to dragonfly and be like so what what she say like what she say did uh did, was it good like did she. Did she, was, was did, she, like, did she did she notice how fast I was going around the Maypole? Was she yes. Yeah. 
Did did she did she notice uh the strength with which I pulled the wheelbarrow? Because I've been I've been trying, I've been practicing. Uh-huh. Like, I've been working really hard on that. Yeah, something to think about. Next we have Timothy Grubb. We're talking about Tim Grubb. This one's about Tim Grubb. Who are you voting for in the upcoming presidential election? <laughs> are you voting for Maurice Snell or Timothy Grubb? I I completely disavow the recent statements by Maurice Snell. I, <laughs> yeah. I think they were abominable. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I, the uh, entire coalition of Swanee and Blue and Emily Grubb um, uh-huh, uh-huh. must disavow. Just yeah, um, you know Timothy. Timothy makes some good points with the uh, just just like wriggling around and all that stuff. Um, but when Maurice Snell said all the dragonflies, you know, have to have to go by one way or another, I was like, I don't know much. Of, I don't know about this guy. I feel like yeah, Maurice it's like Snell, you shouldn't bring up that they have a twenty four hour lifespan. They they don't need to know. They don't. That. They they know that already. Right, like they don't need you. We don't need you to tell us. Like, yeah. just focus on your own shit. So, is this song Miss Bunyan being like way ahead of the curve by over fifty years in terms of? Is this like the invention of the "Would you love me if I was a worm" discourse? Oh, so I thought this was going to be like making a fursona, but they didn't have that technology yet, and all they, they didn't had have were fur like, yeah, they didn't know about it. All they had were like grubs and worms and snails and like. Those little creatures that kind of squish around. Just only like the yummy shit that's under the log in The Lion King. Like those are the only animals. Those are the only creatures. Yes, exactly. That's why Ringo and all them were like that because they never saw a dog before. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, So so this is John Lennon died because he saw like a Doberman and he got so scared and he just killed over. <laughs> yeah, he saw a cat that was slightly bigger than he thought it would be, and then that's yeah. why he ran out of the house exactly in that George accidentally uh, left on the pilot episode of Scooby Doo, and John Lennon got so scared that he died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in fucking Imagine or whatever that movie's called, the only difference is that Scooby Doo doesn't exist. Because yeah, it's, Imagine it's there's no them. dogs. It's easy if you try. It's so, so scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this so I did like, just. This is. Oh, this is a little. This is. Um, the busy world of Richard Scarry. It okay, yeah. It was some sort of intellectual property, but I couldn't place it. So thank you for saying that because mm. she keeps talking about like uh, imagining like a horse with a star on her head, which I was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I don't know if she's on her Lisa Frank shit, her My Little Pony shit. I couldn't place it, but but, but Busy Town sounds correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they drive. There's a snail and a grub, and they drive away into the woods and build a house and drive a little car. Like right, that's we want exactly, apple. We want fucking apple. What are you going to do about it? Uh huh. We're going to go build our own apple in the woods. In verse four, uh, I read, mm-hmm. there's an annotation that says uh, John James recounts in the documentary Vashti Bunyan from here to before that Vashti at one point slept in a cupboard after being evicted from the woods. After so, being evicted from the woods, and there's no further. Sometimes an annotation needs a needs a sort of a nested annotation. Yeah, is, is there like a, a yeah disambiguation page or like? I know sometimes we give people who are around in vampire times a hard time, but was that just what you could just sleep in a cupboard after being evicted from the woods, and that was like uh, so? So was it questionable like, to return? I mean, I'm sure I'm sure this was a very trying time for Miss Bunyan and and her ilk, but it's like. Did the uh-huh. government come in and be like, "You can't, you can't live here. It's, it's the woods." Or yeah. did someone just be like, "Oi, get!" And like she had to kind yeah, of get, go on, get, 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 had to like skedaddle up on out of there. Yeah, she because she was like, living, it, she was pretending to be an owl inside of a tree. She like, accidentally ate one of Mister Squirrel's acorns, and he needed those for hibernation. So, ah, uh, yeah, 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 he really did. That was kind of a long winter was coming. It was, it's hard for everyone back then. 
Yeah, they, I'm they really have... glad that I, I wasn't born until the 90s. Yeah, they where didn't things have things finally TVs. became good. Yeah, exactly. When the world got better. Uh-huh. Yeah. Finally. Um, so I'm so glad that President Bill Clinton like destroyed all of the all of these like idyllic anthropomorphic animal communities in, it's, our, it's, in our beautiful yeah. country. It's it's about time, you know, someone did that. But you didn't hear yeah. me saying that. That was um, I never. I I'm so glad I've never like gone out like to like a little acre of forest and found a bear wearing a pork pie hat. I'm so glad that I've never I would gotten be to experience so, that. I would be so fucking mad if I went into the forest and saw an owl wearing a pair of spectacles. Like that shit would not please me. Yeah, at all. and he's like, and he's like turning the page of like a a, a, a ponderous tome with his foot. <laughs> Oh, this dis- <laughs> absolutely disgusting. Okay, we're back. I had to take a 20 minute break because I got so mad at the thought of seeing that in person. <laughs> About seeing a smart owl. Sorry, I, I voluntarily unplugged my router because I got so mad and I had, to, <laughs> yeah. I had to walk around in a circle for a while, but I'm back. If you, if you ever even suggest I could live in a place such as the, the Hundred Acre Woods, I'm going to kill you. No, I'm not doing that shit. Do not ever bring that up to me. I would yeah. never get my huge ass stuck inside of a tree because I was so hungry yeah. for honey. There's no ping in those woods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. What? What? What's my? What's my? Uh, my download speed there? Zero. I can't. I can't venting sus in the woods. <laughs> I'm banned from the Hundred Acre Woods for introducing Squid Games to the entire cast of <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. When yeah, when you lose Squid Games, you have to live in a cupboard for a day. Yeah. <laughs> Just another Squid Games day. Yeah. There we go. Anyway, the next song's where I like to stand. I like this one because it's relatively evil. Uh-huh. Like, it's not technically minor key, but it's got the vibe of like, okay, we're going minor key mode. There's a there's a darkness vibe, and it starts with the bang of the hounds. So it's like, uh, that's usually was... not a good omen for you. Miss Bunyan, what is the scariest thing you can think of? Okay, so there's a little frog on like a paper mache sailboat. And it's in like a bird bath, and there's like, and a bird lands on it, and it makes a big wave, and the, the oh no, the frog might get might fall out of the sailboat. Vashti, I'm I'm starting to get worried about you. Like That's the scariest thing I can imagine. I know, I know, this is you know your method of expression, but we really, I think we gotta we gotta take things back just a little bit. It's it's getting kind yeah. of out there. Oh yeah, this is the horny one. I forgot. Uh huh. This is the one where it's about like being like. Have doing your job at Moby Dick and being so so horned up and boned up for your shore wife when you're at your boat job. Is that wait? I thought there was one. I thought that was the Troller Man song where he's like, I can't. Because I remember in that one he talks about his wifey. Oh yeah, maybe I maybe I put this. Yeah. Oh I, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it, it is. It is sort of foreshadowed here because in the yeah, chorus, because like, this is when. Count- so oh, yeah, this so one. This I'm one counting is, the miles till we're there. Yeah, the men, the men are are like going away and waving to their wives, and they're saying, "Oh yes, I'm counting home. the hours, counting the hours." Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're waving soon to their wives. I'll, soon I'll be, I'll be, um, you know, coming home to to have sex with wifey. Yeah, comparatively, the song we're gonna get to later is functionally "Get Low, Little John." Exactly. Yes. Uh, but, but this, this one, it's, when, it's when got a little leaving. bit of a little bit of artistry to it. Yeah, exactly. This one isn't so so ribald and kind of. Yeah, I'm counting the hours until like you know who knows what we're gonna get up to. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. I may we may just. Uh, it's like oh, when I, as soon as I I see me wife, I'm gonna go crazy, and then it's just the two of them playing fucking cards. Like they're playing. Yeah. <laughs> they're playing old maid with each other. Uh-huh. I do love the sea, but nothing beats this. Just yeah, yeah. I'm counting the hours until I can play Spider-Man Two on PS5 back at my place. I mean, yeah, that would be pretty nice. Uh, it's fun to swing. I wouldn't mind like 
like dumping nets of shrimp onto the deck, which I think is what boat people do. Like uh-huh. I wouldn't mind doing that for like eight hours a day if I got to go home and play Spider Man too. With the, two um, yeah, imagine you doing that and like wiping wiping your brow with your arm and looking up and just seeing a PS five copy of Spider Man two floating in the sky, like waiting. Yeah, for I'm you. seeing I'm seeing Peter Parker fly by me like Caraxes in his new web wing suit, and I'm like, <laughs> uh-huh. wow. Oh, I so bet that like I a- bet that I bet that movement feels incredible. Yeah. Mm. Fuck. I want to play Spider Man. Next, we have Swallow Song. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Eminem's version of the song is great, but I it's, like I like I yeah. like her version as well. I was going to say, M is dropping the most nasty, uh, nasty shit you've ever heard in your life, and coming up with the most tortured rhymes possible as he does uh-huh. it. Um, it's like you can't rhyme it with like swallow schlong. Like that's so it's so obvious. Exactly. You gotta you gotta come up with something that's like six more syllables long to get there. Like, Marshall, can you please tell me a little bit about an oak leaf turning green into brown and just, like, tell me about what that means to you and how that makes you feel? It's, it's so, how would, how would, how would he do this? Um, okay. I, I'm imagining brown, like, take a shit or, like, you know, uh-huh. something with an ass. Um, uh, uh, spring turns into summer. I, I walk up to your girl and she gives me a hummer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There, thank you, Marshall, for stopping by. No problem. <laughs> I got evicted from the woods. I got. This. They took my. They took my woodland home from me. Uh-huh. I've become destitute. All right, Marshall. Yeah, Kim Maybe took next. the fucking acorns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this one. This one is uh, when you see a bird. Yeah, this one is. We like even by the standards of this album, there's very little instrumentation going on. Like this yes. is the. It's me and my. She's guitar. slowing down a bit. Yeah, this is this is where you know everyone gets to chill out, saying you saw a bird and then the seasons changed and then it rained and there was a cat there that took a nap. And it's like, yeah, yeah, and that's it's, kind of what you, I would expect to happen. It starts to lose, and this is a personal problem. But anytime anybody starts talking about like specifics of trees, like she's very invested in pine trees in this album, in the song in particular. And you just can't and relate I just, to that. I just can't remember tree types. Like palm is easy because we have those down here, and I know what mm-hmm. those look like. But if you if you like you know gun at the base of my skull, tell me tell me if this is an elm or an oak. I don't know, brother. Take the shot. Like yeah, I e- evergreen mastered. Deciduous. Yeah, that one's easy because if it's like a this snowstorm and it's still out there, I know that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know I I'm trying to learn. You know I'm growing and learning every day. I um I was trying to learn about what the song was about, and I learned that it was about the transience of everything. It's about how days and years pass by us even when we're not aware. So the message is clear: take your chances even before it's too late. And that was by Genius user Lavian Mist, okay. which is like, what are you doing on Genius.com? Like you're mm-hmm. when you're fucking gamer tag, you're, bro. Your gamer tag is referring to one of the rivers of Hades that causes forgetfulness and oblivion. Yeah. Um. When you first said that, I thought it was Lavian Mist, and I thought this was Lavian Bell's like. Book. Yeah, I thought it. I thought it was Lady Boss Mist, which is uh, uh. my favorite Gen two Pokemon. Mm-hmm, of course, um, really, yeah, it's, uh, of all of them, you know, you have I gotta mean, respect Lady Boss on this. I know, I know, we're in our little, little like doing our Bugs Life shit today, but I would respect Lady Boss if I met her in person. Uh huh. Like if I was walking, if I was walking like down the forest corridor and I saw one, and that would be cool. But if I saw like a knocked owl, I'd be poking a lot harder. Bro, have you ever looked up Spinda's stats? Uh, I'd like to. Let me look let me, up let me, Spinda, Spinda right Smogon. now. Let me just pull that up. Uh huh. I've been looking for a little cup strategy. Let's Everyone, see. do this. This shit is disgusting. Why do they make this? They should. They should execute Spinda. Spinda deserves take Spinda to the gallows yesterday, please. Not so yeah. good. 
Hmm, what I'm looking for is a normal type. I wonder who I can use. Should I use a, I don't know. Good luck, brother. I'm going to confuse it as soon as you send it out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you thought? (laughs) Anyway. However, it has uh, absolutely horrid stats to back up this move pool, less relegating it to NU. Damn. That's a ruby and sapphire. Fuck you, Spinda. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we got next? We got window over the bay. Window over the bay. And this is how, um, I, I mean, honestly, if I had a window over the bay, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah. I'm not gonna I like this one because it. it's about the legend of Zolda. Okay. Because it's yeah. like verse one is all about like, it's all about like the experience of playing Tears of the Kingdom. Because it's like, oh. you want like a window over the bay, which is like when you're building your house outside Terrytown, And it's like, it has that. And then there's, you want a black horse grazing on the green. You want a nice big black horse. You want a well to draw the water from because, like, you you explore all the wells and you get ten rupees or whatever per mm-hmm, per. Mm-hmm. I did some of those. Yeah, and you want a warm log fire for when the summer's gone because I gotta be can, honest, can, I've never I never beat either of the Zelda World of the Kingdom games. I usually I mean, just, I I believe you. I, I, I validate play them, that. I play them until I don't feel like it anymore, and then I do something else. Right, so they say like there's like an evil world that you have to like light up, and it's as big as the as it's as big as the world no. on top, and there's very little interesting to do. Do you no, want to do that? Not at all. I really uh, would not like just literally running from like one light to the other and avoiding everything else so I don't die in the darkness realm. But we uh, have, there's like a regular sword with three power that's not rusty that you can pick up. Oh, real shit! All right, and you can you can attach a stone to it for an extra one power. Don't mind if I do. And you can hit like a Gorgo three times and then it breaks. Oh, and then you can throw it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking like I didn't like that game a lot. I did a lot, <laughs> but I think that they should have made the the top part that they advertised the game around. I think they should have made that part of the game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Remember like, how all the ads were like, we're doing Skyward Sword, but good. And we're going to be in space. And then there's like, there's like 30 you, square feet of shit in space. You do like a couple of challenges where you dive really fast. And then the robot's like, I've been here for eternity. And you say, okay, man, yeah. that fucking sucks. Anyway, thank you. But then the me. robot says, like, I, I eagerly anticipate your next visit and I love you. And I'm like, oh, fuck. The pathos. Right, well, like, I guess I got to come back then. Okay. Damn, I'm not gonna are do we, the, brother? I'm not going to do the challenge again. But I will no. visit you, my friend. I'm going to boot up Wind Waker and I'm going to go hang out with the sploosh guy. But thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is also what verse two of the song is about. Because it's about Wind Waker. And then verse three is about Kakariko Village. Because it's all about cockerels and and uh, and chickens and things like that. Well, there's the part about the, the dreamy-eyed cow and the milking pail. What's that? Lon Lon, Lon, Lon Ranch? Yeah, Lon Lon Ranch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've seen what I'm putting out. Exactly. This I one's about you. Zelda. I think this one's... I wish I had a cockerel to raise me at dawn. That's when you throw the chicken and they all get mad at you. Yeah, like, that's... Just, you, you know how, like, Shigeru Miyamoto is always like, Zelda was inspired by, like, me, just, like, going through the woods when I was a little boy. He was he was bopping to this shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, next we have Rosehip November, which is either, uh, you know, another another little pastoral musing on the, the changing of the seasons, or the, like most evil strain of weed you've ever heard in your life yeah i don't like that this sounds like this should have been a song on the last hot mulligan episode because it's completely <laughs> i didn't know what a rose hip was until i and i still kind of don't but i've at least seen oh a well of um it. genius tells me they're a berry like fruit left by fertilized roses and are sometimes used as food that's cool you know, if you you know they serve as a reminder of the fertility of the summer in the depth of winter so did you see the did you see the discourse today about my sweet summer child no, tell me about it. So, you know how, like, the My Sweet Summer Child, it's like, Old Nan says it, it's like a famous a Song of Ice and Fire slash Game mm-hmm. of Thrones thing, and, like, mm-hmm. people say it 
independently of like yeah like people say it like may the force be with you like it's just like a thing in culture now yeah um somebody pointed out in like a tweet that was like it's funny when people are like trying to be seriously condescending and they'll say my sweet summer child like brother you're quoting game of thrones and yeah so people have started to claim that like actually my grandmother said that to me all the time when i was a little kid like that's you're not for imagining old man you people think are, people are people good. are straight up digging up like this poem from like some guy that nobody's ever fucking heard of who like said the word sweet summer and like little boy in the same line it's like actually as you can see it's it's been in common parlance for 200 years yeah i think old nan said it Um, i think old nan said it on the most famous show of all time yeah and and also like it's in the getting so hard that i got covid um Mm. tweet as well so like two really like epoch defining very like uh, cultural culturally definitive moments Yeah. yeah Like, I know we all don't like to reckon with how much Game of Thrones has influenced our brain, but you got that one from George, and it's okay to exactly. say. Yeah, it's fine. He, he it's a that. cool phrase. Like, it's a cool... I I I would say it to, like, a boy of summer who was, like, overly excited about the prospect of war because he'd never experienced it before. Who is it more likely I can attribute this phrase to? My great-great-grandma or George R.R. R. Martin? I yeah. feel like I know. My but... great-great-grandmother, who I never met because she died in 1890, or... Yeah. The guy who did my favorite show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder which one of these takes up more real estate in my mind. But right. I guess I guess there's. It's like if you go no back way. and you read fucking I don't know what's an old book, Faust. That's an old book. Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost. Like there's probably you can probably find the phrase "fuck loyalty" in there, but it's like it was mm-hmm. made famous by Brienne of Tarth. Exactly. That's her main character trait. So yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't get that from Mr. Milton. Uh huh. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he wasn't saying that shit. Satan never said that. No. First of all. So Rosehip November is probably the point where, like, I am enjoying this one, especially when the recorder comes in about halfway through. Mm-hmm. Because I, 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 am, I am craving instrumentation. But I was starting to feel like, if you put some chuggy riffs on this, I bet it would be elevated. Uh, well, next we do have Come Wind, Come Rain, and this one goes kind of hard. That one goes extremely... Yeah, I was I was listening to Rosehip November, and I was like, I feel like if you gave this this lyricism to, like, King Giz, like, they could they could really get something funky and groovy going. Take the, Yeah, exactly. Here are the lyrics. Here's the song format. Do whatever. Yeah. And they're putting some, some nasty-ass, like... And then, and then Ms. Bunyan was like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Go to track nine. Hey, oh, the wind and the rain... Another ten miles. Another ten miles in a pocket. It's so good. It's I'm on I'm our muddy boots flaw down. It's so good. Winter's (laughs) over, brother. I'll drink to that. The snow is melting. The snow is no, the grass is grown, and it's time we were on that road. Let's go, motherfucker. What's wrong with you? Yeah. When you were listening to the chorus, were you also saying out loud this is a variation on a line sung by Festive a clown on Twelfth Night? Of course, I'm always saying that. Yeah. That's one of my favorite. I didn't even realize say. that. I and I like the song even without it. Uh huh. Yeah. So exactly. So imagine how good it is now. Like now yeah. that you have that have that knowledge. This shit is like I would like I'm I'm hanging out with like with like a uh, a chorus a choir of like four frogs who are dressed up like uh, like they're in the Lumineers and we're all hooting <laughs> jugs together in like the back of a saloon. A barbershop quartet of frogs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. Like I, this, this is such a hootable jug song. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you know, someone's slapping the spoons together. Someone's playing the washboard. Like, oh yeah, I yeah. There's like a there's a large bear playing the jaw harp. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking. Uh. Li- I'm the first time that like 
it's nice out enough to go play beach volleyball again. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm bumping this shit. This and Reliant K High of 75 are, like, on repeat over and over again. (laughs) Yeah, come wind, come rain, and who I am hates who I've been. Just back to back, nonstop. I watched the proverbial sunrise coming up over the Pacific end. That, who, did Miss Bunyan say it or did Mr. K? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's we gotta yeah we gotta hit the hit the books on this one. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about mm-hmm eventually. Yeah, I'm sure. But in the uh, meantime, do you have anything you'd like to say about Hebridean Sun? Hebridean Sun. Uh, hold on. Let me let me go to my next my next page here. Uh, which of of course uh, we're both familiar with when, when oh the archipelago it. in Scotland yeah uh, yeah obviously like everyone knows this and if you don't what do you what do you even do and listen to the show you know like I knew this yeah I'm mom. I'm glad that there were no annotations on this one because I didn't need to know that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and this this one's kind of a, like a somber a somber story about the, the grass and, and spring happening and and the, I was looking so this is about walking around. Each hoof fall brings us nearer to the land of peat and mm-hmm. seabirds and silver sand. I was looking up peat a little bit. Mm-hmm. Apparently, peat can be like bad for the environment. So I was kind of, I was oh. kind of like, oof, not a good look. Yeah, Vashti. Yeah, maybe you should start caring about the environment a little bit. Yeah, There's maybe you shouldn't have stolen that acorn, got kicked yeah. out the woods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you go on the Wikipedia page for peat? Yeah, sure. I usually look, my homepage is the yeah. the one for Pete Buttigieg, but let me go to P E A T. Yeah, P E A T. And look at the first image up there in the top right. Oh, a lump um, of Pete. A lump of Pete. That's a shit. <laughs> my God. <laughs> that's, that's I don't a, know what to tell a, you. That's a certified dookie he's got in his hand. Right there. <laughs> that's Everyone. a funny. That's a funny prank. To, like, yeah. open up, like, the Wikipedia page for, like, Silt. And it's like, nobody knows enough about Silt to be like, you could post a picture of a dookie, and they wouldn't know. I, I, I was like, going to go to the, this the is page a, for Silt. And this, this is a loamy Silt. <laughs> I went to Silt, and I was just praying praying that that same exact image that's under a lump of peat would be there. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is that shit that you get when you, like, you're cooking in Tears of the Kingdom and you don't look at the recipes. <laughs> yeah, the dubious food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it goes, and you get this image in front yep. of you with link link <laughs> link holding it. Did you know that peatlands primarily bogs are the primary source of peat? Yeah, I love that about them. Yeah. That's my favorite peat fact. Well, I learned a lot about peat. My second favorite minutes. peat fact is that he's uh the Secretary of Transportation. Yeah, he's cool. I like him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna like I'm gonna like find his chief of staff and just email him a picture of this Pete. And I was like, thinking of you. Thinking, hey man, let me know what you think. You ever seen a lump like this? Yeah, you b- you've been on my mind, dot dot dot. <laughs> just this this image attached I was to listening it, to you know? Hey Pretty and Son and I was thinking of yeah. you. Check this uh-huh. out. <laughs> Song of the Summer. Uh, Next we have... Wait, did I skip? No, do no, wanna... we do have Rainbow... We have Rainbow River next, but we'll check him with the Patreon first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patreon.com slash thrones where if you like, and if Patreon would stop changing the fucking website every day, uh-huh. where it's so hard for me to just find the names of people who give us money, I would like that. Yeah. Uh, One dollar a month gets you all of our bonus content, including words and deeds that I did with Brooks. And that's about Metal's Gear. Yeah, mastered. Is Metal's Gear remake refined out? I think it is. I don't know. Is it? Let me see. Metal Gear... Uh, Master Collection. That's what it is, right? Is it? We'll do, we'll is do it this Delta? live. Fucking. 
They should... Hideo Kojima should, like, stop posting pictures of Elijah Wood for, like, one day and actually tell me what he's working on. Oh, you know he's not involved in this shit at all. No. And that's what well, I October, like about it. October 24th. So, you know, just a few days. Okay. I'll play that shit. Maybe by the time you hear this, you can go play Metal Gear Solid 1 on your PS5. Yeah, you, know, you can you read The Winds of Winter when it comes out. Exactly. Uh, also, what's on there? Carry Me Home. That is it with Kim. Three Star Special. Master. That's what we're doing now. We're going to talk about Idlewild sometimes in the next few days. I was going to be like, did we record Idlewild? Like, I, I, I had it in my head that we already had. That's how which you know the Which shouldn't good. say anything about my feelings about the film. We'll talk exactly. about it. That's how you know it's really good. B- because yeah. you're so excited to talk about it again. Like, Yeah, I'm like, wow, I thought I was never going to get the chance to talk with somebody who's seen Idlewild before, but I still have that to look forward to. Exactly. Isn't that great? Have uh, you watched it yet with Kim? Have you... We we are the plan is to do it today. So, okay, but that was also the plan last week. Yeah, and there's and you know it's the Chargers and the Chiefs are playing this afternoon, so it's like how can you say for sure? Exactly, exactly. Uh, five dollars gets you all that plus shout outs at the end of episodes, and you can request music for us to talk about on this podcast, like we're doing right now. Yeah, you can join uh, our audience. Please join our audience for one dollar, and I'll do my best to do the stupid ass filters that they set up where it's like paid active payment active payment pending uh-huh. payment required walks like this walks like this it walks like yeah exactly very difficult to manage uh ten dollars you get all that plus special user status in the discord and i will make a fire pro wrestling pr- creation for you but i'm gonna put, put investing in it like we can make no. a stable a stable of animals a stable pretty good you know okay now we're cooking now we're on our chikara shit let's go yeah yeah a lumberjack match but it's all like worker ant that's pretty good patreon.com slash post game of thrones it's a fun yeah, our, our wrestling happen. universe uh next we have rainbow river this one's good the wood ones are back in a big way not to be confused with Rainbow Road, which is the place where the boy runs. Where you go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is where you you go fishing, and you and the Rainbow River gives a rainbow fish. Yeah, we we have a Rainbow River in Central Florida. It's quite nice. So mm-hmm. respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, any th- anytime you hear the word magpie, it's like you know you're in the pasture. Exactly. I've I've never. It's like oh, if you hear like a raven or a crow, that could be anything. That could be like Darkness World. That could be kind of, yeah. like, you know, ominous. Oh, but sorry, you... sorry I'm late. I was being hassled by a magpie in the parking lot. Oh, I'm sorry, Dan. I'm sorry, man. Are you okay? That sounds scary. Say no more. Did you have to ride your horse and buggy up here, or were you able to, like, merge into traffic? Or... Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm, I'm the... reading now. Yeah, sure. They are wi- magpies are widely considered to be uh, intelligent creatures, and the Eurasian magpie is thought to rank a, a lo- among the world's most intelligent creatures. Yeah, uh, I, I hate when I'm I hate when I'm going to fucking bar trivia and a bunch of magpies show up. Let's rank animals by levels of intelligence. Let's see what Wikipedia has on this. Okay, um, is that is that like a page? So there is a page on animal cognition, but it doesn't okay. rank them in terms of like tiers. It just says things animals are are able to do, like use right. tools and um like perceive things. Oh, I scrolled have, down all the way to the, I, I scrolled all the way down to stupidest species, and it just says your mama. Fuck. God so damn owned. it. God, God they got who, me really good. Who put that there? Was I would never fucking say that, so I don't the know. Pi- the picture of the baboon with the huge red ass is me right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that about you. Mm. I like that the very last, if you scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, the very last text it says is, baboons have also been showed capable of recognizing words. 
Oh, that's cool. Awesome. That's you know the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. I always say that. So hold on. See also dog intelligence. All right, I'm yeah, closing yeah, this. Yeah. I'm closing this now because I, I I'm gonna get too too deep into this. Whoa! This bonobo's st- inserting a stick into a termite mound. He's off the shits. He's 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 going nuts. Yeah. So, anyways, um, this song is about. We've sort of touched on this earlier. How like there's no land parties in the woods, which is a real deal breaker for some of us. Because this song is just about how back in the day, you could just be a little boy with like a pork pie hat and a big lolly. And you could just you could just go out into the woods with a jam jar. And that was your whole Saturday and you were happy. Exactly. And nothing's better than that. I don't know what the the Rainbow River has a small boy fishing with a worm in a jam jar by the waterfall. Like, what is he doing? Uh, He didn't he doesn't have like headphones or anything. He doesn't have like. He's but not throwing also, a pester ball at a Magikarp and making it go into the waterfall and getting a Gyarados? Like, that's the, that would make sense. But the biggest fish you ever saw is around. Here's like, my thing. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But if I'm living in this forest, like, and I'm like, you know, like the, the worm that's like wrapped around... If I'm evicted it, from this forest. Yeah, if I'm like... If, <laughs> yeah, if, if I am squatting in this forest and... Mm. um the like deer police are showing up to bust down my door. Mm. I feel like like you know like the worm wrap, wrap wrapped around my hook or you know they're they're like singing a pleasant song. They're happy to help. I feel like the fish are gonna be people too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I feel I I don't know. I feel like if you go to the if you go to the hundred acre wood or if you go to busy town and you start fishing, I feel like that's really fucked up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like it's like not to like, be like they're hack, also, but it's like it's like a goofy yeah. and Pluto situation. You know? Exactly, like they, they they must be have some level. I'm looking for the Wikipedia page of fish intelligence, and I'm pretty sure there is one. Like you hook a trout, and it's like he's got a wife at home. He was he's that's his job is to like to like crest the the fucking break of the waterfall, mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. gonna be she's like wearing like a fish apron. She's she's cleaning a single plate, and she's waiting for her man to get home, and he's never cooking coming home. Because you had to put him in a jam jar for some reason. Exactly. I just um, feel like it's a fucked up thing to do when you live in the enchanted forest. But just that's just one humble man's humble yeah. opinion. Did uh, you, you want to talk about what? What's up? Just real quick, did you ever read the fucking Rainbow Fish kids book? I I must have at some point, but I feel like it's probably racist or something. That's that's that was my inkling because I like was I, like, it's either very anti-racist or very racist. Yeah. I don't and know, and I'm I'm too scared to uh, because it's it's about it if I remember right, and this could be like a, maybe it's like a false memory, like glowworms or whatever. I feel mm-hmm. like it's like there was a nice fish with like a million rainbow scales, and everybody was like, "Fuck this guy, mm-hmm. this guy sucks." And yeah. then the book seems to it's about how it's good to give pe- okay, so he gives everybody one of his scales, and he only has one scale left, but then everybody has it, and it's communism, and that's why this book is banned in Florida, probably. Okay. So I guess it's I guess it's a good book because it's about how it's good to share and people will like you if you give most of yourself over to people. Okay. Okay. So so at first he's like I don't like communism. He's like he's like check out my Technicolor Dreamcoder. You're you're so fucking jealous of me. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like fuck you Rainbow Fish and then he's like all right so, take take 95% do, of my body. Sorry to do this bit again but can you go to the Wikipedia page for the Rainbow Fish the children's picture book? Yeah, sure, I'd love to. And, I haven't and seen that picture once in a long again, time. 
And once again, look at the image that's on the page. This is how they decided to advertise it. Okay, so, uh, so I don't know why it's the original German co- cover that calls it the Reebok fish. I don't know. The Regenbogenfisch. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, the fish gave everyone his shoes, and they didn't like that because they have fins. Yeah, that was the original fish. German title. Yeah, the, the fish Reebok who gave fish. everyone his shoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with Der Regenbogenfisch. I think he's Der cool. Regen- he yeah, doesn't need to exactly. give me all of his scales. Mm-hmm. So anyways, yeah, that song was about how it's nice to go home and eat bread and sit in a chair. Something's never changed. The Trawler Man song is next. Tr- Trawler Man song's next. And I gotta say, I was, like, a, a slightly disappointed by this one. It's uh, an Eddie-type be- title. It's it's a very promising. This is the one I that was, I would have guessed. I was expecting a, a sea shanty for this one. Oh, sure. Uh, and I'm I not even not... sure what a Trawler Man is, but I know he's out there. I, I, f- I feel like, tr- like, tra- trawling is the thing you do where you, like... You put the lobster Wait. hotels down there, like at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, you I put a big like. net out and then and then catch things. Yeah, um, but it is like I was upset about that, but it makes sense because they would they would well maybe they would be saying this about how they want to go home and fuck their wives and all that. Yeah, um, but it's about the guy. He was the troller man, and now he's going to come home and 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 him and a wife are going to get nasty style with it <laughs> that night. Um, she loves so. that nasty fish smell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Hey, I do like that the Troller Man, while he was out at sea and thinking of his family, he whittled them a boat. Like, can yeah. you for one second in your life think of something else? But thanks, Dad. This is just what yeah, I Yeah, all right. All right. Welcome to the fucking Troller Man improv show. We need a suggestion of a location. Boat. The sea. All right. And give me a vehicle that would I, be I heard amusement park. All right. Amusement park. Amusement park. Yeah. And what's the what's the roller coaster shape like? <laughs> A shrimp? Um, I don't know. <laughs> All right, I heard pineapple. We'll take pineapple. Uh, pineapple, okay, okay great. Uh, okay, pineapple, great when the start. lights come up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you like, there was, a, I feel like there was a little, like, sort of, you know, wink at, wink at Eddie's, uh, w- a little wink for Eddie on this one. In mm-hmm. verse two, when it says, the Bracken waves a welcome to me. Uh, they certainly are, you it's like, lover. Yeah, if if the Blackwoods wave a welcome to me, oh, that's sweet. If a Bracken yeah. waves a welcome to me, <laughs> Hello, <human resources>. HR? <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. I'm already wearing my raven cloak. Like, it's not happening. Yeah, no thanks. It, it, is, it is quite nice when the plants say hello to you after spending some time away from nature, I'll be honest. I feel like all of my problems would be solved if I wandered down the hillside and had the doggy at my heel. Okay, the thing about doggy, though, mm-hmm. I feel like, there, again, I wasn't around in 1970. I don't know how people were talking. I didn't know. I feel like, but from my 2023 zoomer tiktok ears wifey and dog ear feel very dissonant to me mm-hmm. like i f- I, I don't feel i feel like i feel like wife i feel like george R. R. martin invented the word wifey in 1996 when he was writing mm-hmm. the first dead art chapter yeah exactly it was it was like it was the the only ones he came up with were, were wifey and uncle and only one of them stuck uh, yeah but very few people know their history you know right my respect. my great-grandfather would always talk about nipples on a breastplate and I, uh-huh. I don't know why people think that george invented that mm-hmm. it's just so it, it, it's the song ends with i love coming home from far across the sea i pick up my wee little wifey and set her on my knee mm-hmm. i feel like Problem? putting your putting your wife on your knee was like third base back then yeah it was like that's the closest you're gonna get to actually getting like down and nasty with it uh-huh um but because you know you you all live in one little closet with your eight children and seven dogs, so. right? You all live in a big shoe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, That's what the song's about. Oh, I fucking love Jogalong Vest. Jogalong Vest is really good. This one, I'm doing a, bars again. But yeah, <laughs> jog along best and hop along may squeak along. Yeah. It's a walk along day. You know, singing <laughs> jog along best in the tavern was like going to a Twista concert back then. It's like as soon as it's one of those things. As soon as you hear, oh, by God, that's Vashti's music, and then yeah. everyone go- going nuts. For, squeak for along juggle. blue. It's a walk along day. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Bubble I would kettle and make us all some tea. Don't yes. I would go. Every now and then I'll like refresh my like karaoke options playlist, and I, I pull from Fun Point albums frequently. And mm. like, I I could pop Jog Along Best onto the. Like, I I feel like you'd you'd pop you'd pop on Jog Along Best, and you'd have you'd have to work to win people over. But the, by the time you get to like no, the exactly. second chorus, they're gonna be into it's, it. That that boy up there singing Jog Along Best is like. Mysterious yet alluring. Yeah, yeah. He, this boy has a steadfast joy in his calm disposition I, up there. I feel like there's something about that guy. He has a bit of a pastoral whimsy in his spirit. Yeah, I this... think I may join along. Yeah. Within the tornadoed Atlantic of his soul, he still <laughs> finds himself disport and mute calm. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's Moby our, Dick's a great I'm book. Anyways. I'm, I'm doing the, um, the Vince meme. Where it starts, it's like, you know, regular jog along best, half long may, okay. Yeah, whatever. Many songs about somebody jogging. Okay, I get it. And then by the time it gets to the dog with one ear up and one ear down, he's falling out of his chair. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my one. Yeah, I am, I am unfortunately, I'm going back to only like mildly interested Vince when mm-hmm. I find out that the dog is named Magog. I don't know about that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I guess it takes so, all kinds. There were fewer that, names back. That's one of Chuck Taylor's wrestling characters, Dog Magog. Dog yeah. I guess, like, in 1970, you couldn't, like, name your dog Asriel Dreamer yet, so, like, there, yeah. were, there were fewer <laughs> yeah. things to name your dog after. Exactly, they didn't have that many names going on yet. <laughs> we have to get Vashti Bunyan a fucking steam code for Undertale. She uh, would fucking yeah. love it. Get Vashti Bunyan, please. I'm gonna buy you a gaming, a, high, a high-end gaming PC so you can connect it to your treehouse and play Undertale on it. Uh-huh. I think you'd like it. I think she'd like it. So anyways, the song is about like, it seems like if you're, it's, if you're nice, there's like a traveling saleswoman and if you're nice to her and you buy her where she'll eventually give you a house, I think is what the song is about. Yeah. Something like that. That's what it's like you, Best we gave Jog Along Best like a bubble on a kettle and some tea. And then we, we brought you a pumpkin, brought you a mouse. We wish, we wish very ha- hard and you gave us a house. That's that's exactly how the economy was in 1970. Like that's all you had. Yeah, to do, to we get, have like, to go four, back. Four bed, three bath house. That's the one thing I'm like return about is yeah. is about jog along vests. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm a one issue voter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Friendship ended with fully automated luxury gay space communism. Yeah. <laughs> jog along. Now jog along vest is my best friend. <laughs> Next we have Iris's song for us. It's nice of Iris to do that. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Go Bills. I think that like it's it's a nice song of you know like we've had such a wonderful day on the prairie together. What if we hang out hung out in Dreamworld together? Hmm. Hmm. And check this out. What if I sung a little bit in Scottish Gaelic for you? Would you like that? That's I. I. It goes hard. Like I enjoy. I'm not gonna it. deny it. Yeah. Uh, it does. It. It also seems like this would be. Like, as the intro was playing to a little Vashti Bunyan, like, you know, animated series. This is what would be playing over it. <laughs> Vashti you know. Bunyan Mysteries? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> As you get little like establishing uh, shots. Mr. Of, like, Trout has gone missing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the lily the lily pads have been moved out of order, and we have to find out you know, uh, who's, who's guilty of doing this. Yeah, uh, big bu- big business, Mister Horse is it wants to flatten all the lily pads and turn it into a parking lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That motherfucker, that piece of shit. But all he has to do is eat a sugar cube and realize, remember where he's from, and then uh-huh. he'll be he'll be better. Ah, uh, my grandmother used to give me cube. Tremendous. I'm, nor- <laughs> I'm nice now. Everyone's saying their grandmother gave them sugar cubes, but no one did that until George R. R. Martin wrote a feast for That's Thrones. right. Like, stop lying. Yeah, you until until our old man poured some sugar on Dunk. That was yeah, that was where yeah. that shit was invented. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, this one's about um, you know, having a nice a nice little time and laying in the grass, which sucks. But if you want to, that's your it's problem. nice. But the uh, it does end verse three. It does say, "And now, my love, please let me cross brown boundaries of sleep with you." It kind of mm-hmm. sounds like she shit the bed. I don't it sounds be, like someone took a little. I don't know what else crossing brown boundaries of sleep with my beloved in bed is. Yeah, I'm if sure it's not like that. you're like you're filling your sheets up with Pete. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. Like, yeah, it was different in 1970. Exactly. You can't. You can't. You can't shit in the bed anymore now due to woke. They. Yeah. Now everyone's woke and they won't let you shit your pants in your in your <laughs> pajamas. They won't let you open the flap on your pajamas and, and bless. I know they don't even it. make them with the flap anymore because they say that it's unsafe. Exactly. Look. 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 What you know has become of us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I. Sorry. I did just. Uh, tab on over to my my fantasy section and you're you're winning uh but it, it appears that the um the baltimore ravens are beating the the uh detroit detroit team that i like they're beating the them uh, tw- 27 to nothing oh yeah yeah i didn't want to say me. anything but when you were doing the patron read i tabbed over and i saw that your starting quarterback jared goff had 0. 0.08 points which is okay, less well, than 0. 0.1 point it went down to 0. 0.6 so okay Things are getting better. We're cooking. I'm in Ross St. Brown, zero, zero, uh, zero. But Kyle Pitts, they threw him a ball this week. They did. He had a touchdown last week. Oh, okay. Um, so I guess I should be excited. Well, yeah, he's, he's up against the, you know, the Baker sweep. So this might be a tough, a tall order mm-hmm. for him. But uh, it is, we are one hour into today's games and I'm already down to a 25% chance of winning. Yeah, but I like, the, it's nice to tab over here and see the, the Brees' Caprices, the Nightman is smiling sweetly. Like, he's he's not letting it get to him. Tyrod Ter- Taylor passed short to Saquon Barkley, 32 yards. Uh, oh, touchdown. So, thank you. Yeah, that must be nice. Yeah. Anyway. I don't mind. Mm. Jog along, Bess. Uh, Hop along, mate. It's, it's a good song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good album. <laughs> uh, the Spotify version I found had more songs on it. Uh, this is I, where like genius ends. Yes, but I saw there's that... a few. Also, and I I wanted to check because one of them, the I'd like to walk around in your mind song, has 22 million listens. Yeah, it's the it's the most like listened to song on on Spotify style. Uh huh. And I feel like like I couldn't find any information on it, but every you know like some of them have like 1.5 million or something on here. Uh. And I feel like this has to have been used in like a commercial. I'm or sure like it's a... like it's like uh, the credits that like Mr. Beast uses when he's like showing his he's thanking his patrons. Yeah, like, I'd like to walk around like in your mind is what's playing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, did you get these songs? Do you have any anything to say about these? Um, I didn't. We... I didn't write anything down because I was I was also scared and confused. I'd like to walk around in your mind is good, but I still think. Um, 
Come Win, Come Rain is the best the best one on here. Yeah, Come Win, Come Rain, followed by, you know, Jog Along Bess. Um, mm-hmm. I like I where, I where I like to stand as well. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some, uh, the, the jaunty, the jaunty banjo on Lily, Pot, uh, Lily Pond as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twinkle Twinkle Little Star on that good shit. There was, Vashti, there was plenty you. to enjoy on, uh, Respect. on Vashti Bunyan's Bunyan album. Uh, let's check in with, uh, questions. If you have a question, you can send to us at, you love to hear it on Yeah, Twitter. I'd like to hear from the folks. Uh, and, and, oh god, and, and, friend of, friend of the show, uh-huh. anti-antigony antigony says- It's pretty, if, it's pretty scary. If the butlerian jihad happened and we were all in vampire times again, what would your role be in the community? I would be knitting blankets, darning socks, growing some damn potatoes, and so on. Um. I'd be, I'd be the fucking, uh... What was your fucking? I I want to. What the fuck was that little girl's name in Game of Thrones? Lyanna Mormont. The yeah. one who's like, I'm I'm in Busy Town and I'm like donning socks is is is, is, is no work for girl. me. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm going to do, I'm going to go to the men's barracks and challenge them to a planking contest. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have to have extremely like domain specific knowledge in one thing that would like show my value to everyone like i'm the only person who knows how to make like bowls you know yeah like i'm and the I guy just... in the community who knows how to do a somersault and i'm like the greatest <laughs> entertainer in the town yeah you, so you're the jester you're... yeah <laughs> i'm uh-huh. i'm somersaulting peter and everybody loves me exactly yeah hey what is it a spoiler to ask what the fuck the butlerian jihad is Oh, so that's, no, it's not. Uh, that's in Dune. The reason Dune is the way it is now is because the Butlerian Jihad was everyone said compute. there can be no uh, thinking machines. Okay. Um, so they can't have, like, computers or robots. That's why there's no computers well, or that's, robots. Well, that's ironic because I, if you ask me, smartphones make us think less. Holy they call, they should be shit, called dumb dude. phones. Holy shit. I That's I was just like nuts. I have looked up what but Larry like I I didn't know it was even a Dune thing at first. Mm-hmm. I genuinely thought it was like like some like I thought it was like cultural Marxism where it was just like some uh-huh. far right like anti Judith Butler thing where it's like mm. her her jihad against like schools to teach critical race theory. Oh uh, no, it's just from Dune. It's just so. Frank Herbert was like he invented. But actually, my great grandma always talked about the Butlerian jihad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I understand that she popularized it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so the, as a result of, I, I, I love going to the fucking Dune Wikipedia because it says shit like, you know, Butlerian Jihad place across the known universe. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, uh, watch out for spoilers. This will have like, mm-hmm. this will spoil major events from the PS1 game, like Dune into the darkness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, th- did you know in Dune, um, the, uh, one of the most important religious texts across the known universe is the Orange Catholic Bible. That's pretty good. Orange Catholic is my favorite AEW wrestler. Exactly. Yeah, I was, I was hoping you saw his match the other day. Yeah, he was pretty good. Uh, are you gonna? Friend, are you? Are you excited for for Dune two on March? Are you gonna see it? Gonna I'm gonna smile? see fucking Dune. Hell you're, gonna yeah, see, brother. you're gonna see Austin Butler looking like that, and you're gonna smile. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with my one sign for like. I'm gonna be like, like, let's go, men tats. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm only there for the mentats. Like I don't care about anything else. I don't care about uh, any any lineage, any re- any jihad. But they won't say jihad in the movie. Uh-huh. Any rebellion. I, I don't care about fucking fucking still suits. Show me those mentats doing calculations. That's yeah. what I want. 
I'm just showing up in my way too big butler outfit and I'm leaning over at 90 degrees anytime Rebecca Ferguson's on screen. I'm, I'm imagining that we're in our pastoral, like, you know, village or whatever, and everyone has these, like, their job is to, you know, like, churn butter, and I'm a fucking mentat for some reason. <laughs> But it's just, it's just, it's like, I, I don't know how many potatoes I have. And my eyes roll back in my head and I'm just like 37. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. He's done it again. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. oh, here, oh, here comes Brooks and I'm levitating using only <laughs> yeah. brain power like she in that episode of Jimmy Neutron. Uh-huh. It is like tomorrow it will rain. My God. <laughs> my God. How does he do it? Uh, friend of the show, Electric Gaunt says, do either of you think you have an idyllic pastoral persona? Frog. I'm like a smooth frog. Yeah, I, the weird thing is, I'm a very casual dresser in life. Mm-hmm. Like, the nastiest I get is, like, I'll put on, a, like, a button down over, like, a, a nice t-shirt to give mm-hmm. myself two layers instead of one. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm not really outdressing Philip J. Fry, really, at any moment. <laughs> but when it comes to, like, if I'm, like, imagining, like, I'm, I'm playing, like, the washboard with my animal friends, like... I want to be. I want to be on my suit and tie shit. I I feel like if I it was more if it was I wouldn't get my ass torched for dressing like a dandy. I would do it like way more often. Like if I'm like I'm like a fox and I'm pl- I'm playing the I'm playing the fucking washboard and I have like a nice vest. Hmm. Hmm. Like I could see that. And I I guess I would probably just be like Robin Hood because I would want like the Robin Hood hat. Hmm. Hmm. That'd be cool. I guess uh, I do. Also, follow up. Are there any wrestlers you know who could use one of these songs for their entrance? <laughs> uh, I was a big fan of when uh, when when Trent was in WWE when he came out to fucking like Semi Sweet Symphony. So uh-huh. like, I really I feel like like best friends or some or one of those groups could exactly. definitely one, come one out to those... a jog along pass. Yeah, one of those groups. Um, it would the vaude villains. Uh, I was gonna say Daniel Daniel Bryan and Claudio could come out to it. The fucking yeah, the Blackpool Combat Club coming out to fucking <laughs> hop along. Oh, day. William William Regal, come on, like that's his shit. Oh he yeah, 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 easily. You he would put it. He would Regal would be able to spin a fucking dynamite promo about like, <laughs> yeah. come wind, come rain, sunshine. I will come at you yeah, with every yeah. bit of vile and venom in my soul. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it, would be, yeah. it would be a really good promo. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's questions at, you'll have to hear it on Twitter. Uh, we do, we do patrons and then we do the next pick, right? Yeah. Oh no, we, we didn't do Slap City yet. Oh, Hold fuck. On. Let's do that now. I'd I'm like to, down. if you don't mind, yeah. Uh, all right. I went first last week, so you're up. Yeah. Today. Slap City mm-hmm. is what we make it, right? Yes, exactly. Because usually when it comes to Slap City, I'm like imagining some hypothetical function in mm-hmm. which one of our listeners is like, I know 17 hours of great bangers that are 150 BPM or faster. Mm-hmm. And it's that the, all good playlists have no variance. Mm-hmm. But I was, I wanted, I've been listening to kind of like a folksy slow jam lately. Okay. Because it's from the movie Before Sunset. Um, ah. Or Before Sunrise, which I quite enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to put that on there because slaps, a slap can be any genre to mm-hmm. me. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put on Come Here by Kath Bloom. Okay. It's a nice song about how 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 your sweetie baby should come here. Mm. Uh I have as as we're discussing the nature of Slap City. Yeah. I also have a question. Is it legal to put a song on Slap City from an album that we've talked about before? I feel like we I feel like we have done that. Or we we did it the other way around with like at least World Inferno. 
Yeah, 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 true. I think it's not only legal, it's allowed. It's allowed? Okay, so I'm putting uh, Never Going Back Again by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, uh, and th- yeah, that's very fitting. It's it, And so what Vashti did is kind of take, take you know, these simple simple chords and, and, and take her beautif- beautiful voice and p- paint such a... a an imagine on her and shit, yeah. Of the countryside. What uh, Lindsey Buckingham did is say, I'm going to play a riff that no one can ever play in the history <laughs> of the world. And only I can do it. And it's going to go over. He had to, like, go into right the here. woods and find a spider with a nice vest who could play it. Exactly. Uh, and that's how that, that, that guitar sounds. And no one yeah. will ever be able to play it again. Uh, yeah. So thank you for that, sir. Yeah, thank you. I th- thank you, I think, to Lindsay, whatever your name is. Yeah. It's been a while. And- Thank you to our best friend of the show and above to your patrons. Starting with Valerie W. And now we'll go back and hope this works. Yes, fantastic. Trigger yeah, Harvey. Be, yeah. Tufster McGee. The Master DS. Sylvie Bullet. So nasty. Silvery Air. Sensual Kazoo. Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby. Ryan West. Reliet. Paul Moran. Paul Blart. Fleshcart. Old Petey. MJ Jenny. Minoan Chomsky. Matt Berger. Maggie Rice. Looker Ananu. Laura Randall. Lenini. Don't you be a meanie. Kiwi. K Darling. It was a penguin, Hecabe, Electric Gaunt, Ducky Aisha, Derek, Great Big Sword, David Besser, Ranges Lesser, Chris, hey bro, hey Chris, Caroline Savage, Brianna, Big Titty Goth Treadwife, Audrey Olson, Anna Exby, Andres Gonzalez, Alex Moomin, Aditya Kumar, Sarah and Blair, Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Neve Noah Williams, Cushy Bayou Star, Josh Veal, Josh Veal, Josh Veal was whoever evicted uh, Vashti Bunyan from her like little uh-huh, uh, yeah. a- owl owl hole. That would be a terrifying, like, last name in that community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch out. Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Curse Goat, Caroline Belock, Big Flat Bunt, Barrier Trio, Bean, <clears throat> Alec- and Alex Schaup. Thank you for your generous donations. Grazie. Um, as you know, it's, it's my turn. Yeah, you can, you can go if you want to go next. As I knock my microphone across the desk, so hopefully uh-huh. that doesn't destroy anyone's life. Um... I, f- I feel like we're, we're we're taking a bit of a, you know, a bit of a turn from what we were just talking about. Uh, let's let's go from from our our folksy, you know, pastoral uh, living. Um, so I'm gonna choose a, a hip hop rap album. Okay. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with my favorite rapper of all time? Is it is it Mr. Doom? It is MF Doom, and right. I thought. Most a lot of a lot of his albums have like thirty five songs on them, and some of them are just twelve seconds of like a cartoon from nineteen thirty five going like it's the villain, uh-huh. perfect, um, exactly. So I said, what's how can I get one that would fit our like something we could dig into on our podcast that could give us enough material, and is also like easy enough to get into. Yeah. Um. Uh. How how into growing up how into adult swim were you i was fairly into it i i mean i had all the casual stuff that came on like before 1 a.m i was into Mm -hmm. watched a lot of you know family man and and futurama and king of the hill once they started getting into like xavier renegade angel i was like i i'm not smart enough for this what what about like aqua teen hunger force and yeah 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 aqua teen hunger force i could fuck with a little space ghost here and here and there you know okay so so you know who like brack and all them are right yeah i used to play the brack game on adultswim.com fantastic so rather than um any of his like more critically acclaimed albums we're gonna talk about a collaboration he did with danger mouse in 2005 um okay which is called the mouse and the mask 
The mouse uh, and the mask. Okay, I see that. Half of this album. Villainy. Okay. Half of this album is about Adult Swim uh, TV shows that were airing in the mid. Now I see perform. Yeah, I see Master Shakes. Okay, this is a fun choice. Yes, they got uh, the Luna Knights on here. There, multiple characters appear on this album. Space Ghost uh, appears on Space Hose. I can't wait. It's. I feel like I've. I could close my eyes and recite this album back to back. I, I bet so much. Um. So yeah, as as your first official, uh, you know, exposure to MFG. Yeah, I, I would love to hear Rap Snitch Kanisha someday, but oh well. No, not today. It's it's uh, yeah. the mouse in the mask. Uh, the mouse I'll, I'll tell you some. Some stuff on here hasn't aged particularly well. No, so. I'll tell I'll tell you, my friend. Mm-hmm. There are some albums that I also am similarly like. I'd really like to pick this one because I like ninety percent of it. Mm, yeah, but oh boy, do I not like the ten percent? And I'm not. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm watching like the the Looney Tunes, uh, like prior warning where it's like this is a product of its time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we disavow looks, Brack. Yeah. Yeah, Brack, we, we, we no longer uh, associate, you know, with with Brack or, uh, God, or Zorak. God, Birdman. I never watched that shit at all. That shit seems so boring to me. Oh my god, it's so good looking. <laughs> the track listing on Old School is MF Doom, Talib Kweli, and Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. That's so good. Uh, so yeah, enjoy, uh... Hope you like it. Oh, there's a oh Meatwad Meatwad performs a rap at the end of Bond of Ving. I can't... I, we gotta Meatwad, end this now. Meatwad does beef rap. Uh, which is an MF Doom song, but he just does does it in Meatwad voice. Tremendous. Yeah. I'm very so, excited uh, about this. This is going to like unlock new neuroplasticities in my brain. Exactly. It, it really will. So I hope you enjoy it. I th- yeah, perhaps I will. I'll do my best. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, Vashti. Thank you to like... Um, thank you to, thank you to uh, Tim Grubb and uh, your constituents. Frog and Toad everyone involved Richard yeah. Scary and your various little little guys running around um yeah thank uh I was gonna say give me some I don't know give me some give, give some me some feel. like a like a gentle stream burbling through the Just give uh, me give me a babbling brook please I would appreciate that thanks bye <laughs> <laughs>